keep looking at Doug because I don't trust him. Mind Gap Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. And I'm Justin. And we're so happy to have you here. What are you drinking there, bud? Water. Water? Out of a a fancy glass. This is my artist mug. You know what's funny is uh, for the longest time I had one of those old like Budweiser Clydesdale mugs. I used to call it my Stein. Okay. And I think we still have it. I've had it ever since I was a child. A young, young, a young lad. A young Doug. And I took it with me to college because I was just like, you know what? This is a cool thing to have. And for the longest time, Jill's like, we need to get rid of it. She- <sighs> you have to get rid of it because you never use it. And Practical Doug cannot disagree with that argument. And the thing is, too, it's funny because I don't drink alcohol, but I just demand that we hang on to the Stein. And it's just a Stein. It's yeah. nothing amazing. It don't put beer in it. I used to just put like root right. beer and stuff in it. But honestly, it doesn't hold that much. Much liquid. No. So again, practical. Doug's like, eh, you have bigger, eh. you have bigger glasses. I don't know. There's something I like though about like because I had a, before we moved uh, down here, I had a uh, uh, a mug, that, a, a coffee mug that I got from a wedding that we went to, and it was like old school. It looked like a 1970s. It was like different shades of brown and like white. Sure. At the th- it was really like it was. Yeah. It wasn't a good looking mug, but it, yeah. it was somehow. You're like, yeah, that's kind of a cool mug. And I always drank like when I was editing or what I was. It was just like my. It was my creative mug. I was sure. like, oh, this is mine. I would always drink coffee. Like, every morning I would make sure that mug was washed so I could have coffee. And it got chips in it from some point in time where it was thrown at a housewife, ex- you, know, you know, for not I mean, cooking, for overcooking the steak. Right. Don't burn the steak. Don't get a glass thrown at you. Exactly. Is what I would tell it's pretty much history. anybody. You know, hear that terrible. clanking, guys? That's because I'm drinking water with ice in it. Look this is you. a fancy guy over this here. This is fancy. But no, but it got... Broken in the move, uh, as uh, things do, and I was I was a little bummed. And then uh, Beth was like, "I know you, you know, miss your mug and this and that." And so she went out and got me this one. I'm like, "That's, that's cool. a badass mug." So that's pretty cool. That's man. my new artist mug. That's nice. Sure, why not? Why not? All right, all right. I've been salivating all week to bring up two. There's two things that I wanted to bring up. Two topics that I wanted to get Doug's take on because <laughs> the only thing I texted Doug is I said fan theory, uh-huh. and Doug either loves like he's either like this is really cool or he like viscerally ups like just like most things i have very just polarizing opinions about things and i'm either totally on or i'm totally off right so this should be no different than regular doug theory now you read a lot of news a lot of movie news a lot of gaming news a lot of yada yada so when I texted you fan theory, did you have your own theory about what I what what fan theory, what topic I was going to bring up? I have no basis for this, but I just thought Star Wars. Okay, I don't know why. You're I've been reading a lot of Star Wars stuff okay. lately, so All that's right, probably why. But you know, there's plenty of that stuff going around. So <clears throat> the uh, t- our title of the article uh, was from Dorkley, and it mm-hmm. says, and they are, now it's been multiple articles have been written about it everywhere because sure. everyone's just picking it up and they're aggregating the same. It's the same information. Everyone's like, oh, I gotcha. wrote this article. Yeah. But this fan theory about Jared Leto's Joker is kind of brilliant okay. is what the title is. All right. All right. I think I've seen that somewhere. And they but postulate that Joker in the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been coming around the internet for a while, but with the uh, new uh, Suicide Squad Batman and Superman trailers, it's kind of gotten... It, 
breathed new life in a uh, new life into it. Centers around the controversial new Joker played by Leto, and actually explains a lot about why this version of the character is so different than what we've seen before. So a lot of people are saying that this Joker is none other than Jason Todd, who was one of the Robins. Interesting. And I read through this article, and I have to say, some very, very, very interesting things. I think I would be really on board with that. I kind of am, too. That would be fascinating just because it goes along with that line in the trailer where it's like, how many people, how many good people are left? That was one of the, and see, the other thing about Doug, the other thing about Doug that you guys have to understand is that he watches trailers. I relentlessly watch trailers to the point where I will probably ruin the movies because I've watched the trailers (laughs) so much. (laughs) So, but like to the point where, you know, like shot for shot, word Mm -hmm. for word, scene for scene, like you studied the trailers, which is I've always, and I want to bring this up later, but like you won't, you don't like clips. I don't. Of movies, but you love trailers and you'll watch them. I'm like, Doug, trailers are just a bunch (laughs) of clips strung together. But the thing is, for me, and I will defend, (laughs) go ahead and defend this right now. The thing I like about a trailer is they're just really quick tidbits. Okay. They're little, they're flashes. You know, a good trailer is probably only going to be about two. Right. Uh, to two and a half minutes. If it's three minutes, I get worried. I'm like, that's too long. Okay. But you know, again, you're just getting clips. You're getting images. You're getting like, there's some cool music playing. It's 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 a whole thing. When you watch a clip in its entirety out of context from the rest of the movie, yeah. I don't like. Is a I feel like it spoils it because you're watching an entire scene. Because sometimes in the trailers, that stuff doesn't show up in the movie itself. Tag, for example, that's fair. Fantastic Four recently had the money shot in the trailer where the thing yeah, drops yeah. out. That's not in the movie. Did you see it? No. Oh. I, I want to at some point because I just want to. I want to see how bad it is. Do you but, think it's what well, derailing? I was going to say. Do you think that's <laughs> this is mind idea? gap? This is what we do. Yeah, I know. Justin. I know. I know. You want to get down to it. I want to get down to it. Okay. All right. So, um, fair point about the trailers. Yes. I'll dig it. I'm shocked that that scene isn't in there though. That seems apparently like there was a, a lot of things thing. from the trailers that are not in the movie. Doctor Doom, not even in the movie. <laughs> it's it's amazing. He it's is, not. Uh, no, they're fighting Bugs Bunny in the movie. They are fighting. Yeah, they're fighting. Uh, you know against uh you know overpopulation yeah you know they're fighting against diabetes diabetes they are trying to find a cure for cancer right it's a real serious movie it's, it's, it's very actually, grounded yeah it's grounded in real life it really yeah it's 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 uh it actually at some points it's kind of heartbreaking yeah it is a little, little gut-wrenching a little but, gut-wrenching um, just my just the volume there a little bit get those levels right all right get so those levels right there you go i got it auto-tune doug that was for you james <laughs> He taught me how to do that, and I actually nailed it. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit. We're going to see what happens, and I got it. Woo! So, so uh, a lot of people – so they go – I mean, there's a lot in this article, yeah. and I'm not going to go through all the blah, blah, blah. But um, um, so at one point in the, in the comics, the Joker does murder Jason Todd. Okay, Correct. So he murders him. Batman uh, mourns for years over this, and uh, Jason Todd later does come back. He was resurrected in the Lazarus Pool by Ra's al Ghul. Uh, uh, and then he, the Red Hood. which initially was the Joker, mm-hmm. Joker was, uh, uh, had the uh, thing of Red Hood. So mm-hmm. there's your automatic like connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the killing joke is where you find out the Joker was tricked into becoming a Z-list villain, uh, Red Hood, yada, yada, yada. So, um, so Jason Todd is a built in history of taking the Joker's identity. First off. Mm-hmm. Second, um, uh, Joker being a former Robin gives us a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, you can you can expound upon that so much. What's really cool is that if this is true, what a great nod to Nolan's Batman mm-hmm. was saying. Look, the Joker. This isn't the the Joker that mm-hmm. Ledger played. 
it's a reincarnated Joker. Like sure. it's a new Joker. Like what yeah. a great way to get around that. So yeah. people aren't just comparing this Joker to let because if he's playing the same character, sure. You know, well, how do you explain the look difference? How do you explain? It's a great way of distancing you know, yourself from Nolan's. Absolutely, universe. it's yeah. a great way of saying, ah, this is our take on it, and this is how we did it. And it would be fascinating. Again, the only thing that kind of sucks about that is the Suicide Squad is not about Batman. It's not, but again, so, there's no way to get around. There's no way to get around the fact that the only reason people want to see this movie is because of Leto as the Joker. Like, yeah, I, I don't have any vested interest in seeing maybe Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Because she's really starting to prove herself as a fantastic uh, Hollywood uh, player. Just You're just in, saying in that because you saw her naked in Wolf of Wall Street. I will not deny that. <laughs> I did see that. I did but see that movie. All I'm admitting to, God damn it. <laughs> Whether or not she was naked or not, I cannot remember. I um, cannot recall. No, but I think, I mean, she. I, I do like... I've seen her on interview. Like she seems like she just she's yeah. She seems like she's. A savvy. I was very pleased when when they announced her for yeah. um as Harley Quinn. I'm like, oh, this will be great. It'll right, be a wonderful. She seems like a savvy Hollywood player. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I do like it because for me, it's in the lineage of the Joker, so mm-hmm. it still rounds back. But as far as everyone else, like Deadshot and all those other, I don't really give a shit about them. I'm on board with Deadshot, um, because he actually is a pretty interesting character. Like yeah. as you go through it, because he's like. For those of you who are not aware, um, he is a uh, master sniper. Right. He, like, never misses. And it's supposedly in, like, the, the lore of Batman, there was only one person that was able, that he missed, and it was Batman. Aha. Uh-huh. But at the same time, Again, a lot of... Again, back to Batman. Right. Yeah. Well, all these guys are pretty much yeah, in, yeah. The, in that, you know, Killer Croc and stuff like that. The but, Leaping Lizard. The Leaping Lizard. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... The cool thing about Deadshot is that the, the human side of him is that he does have a daughter, and a lot of the contracts that he does is to provide... For his daughter, and they touched on that. They had the Suicide Squad in the TV show Arrow. Okay, okay, which was interesting. And they, they you really, love that show, yeah. That was really good. It's a pretty good show. I've I've only watched through like halfway through season three, but it's it's worth a shot. Yeah. Um. But it, they touched on that as well, where he seems kind of like just like a really bad guy. But the thing is, he does pretty much all the money he gets from his contracts. He just puts towards. He's his got daughter. a little bit of conscience, and you can there. see that in the trailers too. Well, the thing that uh, that does drive, and we'll get back to this Joker thing, mm-hmm. but the thing that does drive me nuts about the trailer and about, and uh, don't get me wrong, I like Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a, a fantastic. He's super funny. I like him as an actor. I think he's a great guy. Yada yada yada. But yeah, that time you and him hung out, yeah, over at Navy Pier. Oh my God, Man, yeah, so nice. He bought me a funnel cake. Yeah, right. He was you guys a nice sat guy. Down, you guys. I didn't talked even about... ask him to. He yeah. just said, "You want a funnel cake?" Hey. And I pulled up my wallet, and he goes, "I got this." He's like, "Hey, man, no, you no. know what? My Allow treat. me my treat. It's my pleasure to hang out with you today." And you're like, so "Will, said, yeah. thank you." I'm like, Will, that's cool, man. Yeah, I said, Prince, come on, let's go, let's go. Yeah. He's like, "You know what? I respect you, bud. I... Keep on, you be you." And I said, "Hey, Freshy, I said you do you too." Yeah. You know, and that was it. That was it. We that had our funnel cake, and then we went to sleep. Yeah, so Justin stands by his comment that he likes Will. I do like Will Smith. Um, <laughs> no, what I what I, what bugs me a little bit about it is that I feel like he has a hard time playing a bad guy. Like, in the, in the trailer, it seemed like Will Smith was going to save the day. It was like, so I guess we the yeah. bad guys now. Or, like, yeah. whatever he said, he's what like, I we, guess we're, we're some, the... Some, some sort of suicide squad? Right. Yeah. Guess, let's go save the world. It's like, yeah. all right, dude. Like you're like well, every movie. He's the let's go. Let's go make things right. It's weird because it is a group of bad guys that are trying save, to, right. that are are the protagonists. So it's hard to. I understand that, but like I know. the other ones, I look like Leto. I'm going to be curious to see if he's part of the group because it looks like he's just like he's like the guy that like the group's doing something and he's like, wait, where's uh, anyone seen Joker? And he's off in the. I'm going to do. 
a science experiment on yeah, you. Like he's so, like he's yeah. just the kid in the corner throwing firecrackers sure. at a bullfrog. Yeah, Justin's yeah. also making the jerking off motion as he's saying. You that know, wasn't. He's that off, was. He's off in the corner, you know, doing science experiments. He had electro probes and uh, he was going to hurt someone. That yeah. was not. You're he was gross. double fisted. You're gross. You're like, <laughs> All right. No, but Joker would probably do that. Too. He probably would, yeah. No, but I see what you're saying because I he, he's you know it's funny because in all the sh- well, first of all we should also note that this trailer was not meant to be a wide release. It was only supposed to be for Comic Con. Sure, 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 sure. To drum yeah. up all that stuff and and you gotta know at some point though, like these movie studios have to go if they think they're like this is only a Comic Con release. You don't think someone in the office is gonna look at them and go, guys, fuck you. You don't think this is gonna get out. Uh, they showed the first footage for uh, Captain America Civil War at the D23 Disney conference. Not a peep has come out of yeah, that. Yeah, that's not Comic-Con, though. It's True. the D23 Disney. What the fuck is that? Hey, man, they released that information, amongst other things, the plans that they're going Whatever. to add a Star Wars addition to the Disney parks. Did you read that? Did you I see did. that? You didn't see that? Nope. Oh, my God. It's going to be a huge Star Wars edition. It's going to be like... The Harry Potter thing. Guys, by the way, I'm Shocking. a huge Disney nerd. Love it. Shocking. Just like the Harry Potter park, they're going to have that in uh, the uh, Disney's Hollywood. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Hollywood Studios. The um, old MGM. And it's going to be um, very immersive. Like, everyone there that's going to be working yeah. in that stuff is going to be uh, in character. Like that's what gonna, they already are. But it's, it's no, but the it's like going to be super. can't just, like, take his head off and take a it's smoke not, break. No, but I'm like, talking like the guy who's going to be at the cantina where you go to get something yeah. like that. They're going to be in character. You know, like that. Does it surprise? Are you act like you're like they're gonna do this? Like, no, does it I'm surprise you. Like, no, like, it doesn't surprise me. I know do they're gonna this. do it. I'm yeah. just excited because they showed some concept art for it, and they right. talked about some rides that they're gonna do All and right. things like that. So it's super, super exciting. What was it? You and I that was just talking about what to do for how to how to better Epcot. Was that in the last episode? Maybe. Yeah, I think we did. Talk we were really talking yeah. about like how to over. I can't remember. Anyway, it yeah. doesn't matter. But okay, yeah. yeah so I again. I know it's not about Batman, but I think everyone, for me, the only, like, my excitement of seeing it, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie, and I'll be I'll be yeah. happy. But my only excitement for seeing it is the scenes that Le- 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 Jared Leto and uh, uh, Ben Affleck are in. 100% that's, that's agree. It. I mean, I, that's all I'm going to go see. For me, for. I want to see um, Leto as the Joker, just because I, I really like the way, and we've talked about this in a previous episode as well, I love... When they first announced him, I was like, wonderful. This guy is yeah. an incredible actor, and I'm really curious to see what kind of choices he's going to make. And I know he didn't make the choice of how to design himself or how to clothe himself or any of the makeup or any sort of situations like that. But I was like, I really want to see what choices he makes yeah. as, with as the, the voice, yeah. as the character, and yeah. the little bits that we saw from that. I was like, awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. And you know what's interesting in all those group shots yeah. where they're walking around, he's not Joker's there. not in it. That's right. He's over in the corner jerking off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's yeah. like, yeah. So, oh, I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you, as he's saying to his wiener. <laughs> I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. <laughs> Joker, what? <laughs> God damn it, Joker, man. Joker, stop. God Damn it. Dude, we have to go in this building and we have to just shoot these people. <laughs> All uh, right, well, he's done. Joker Let's... just shot someone. There we go. We're good to go. Right. Oh, don't wipe it on my gross. He just wiped it on my face. <laughs> he wiped it on my. <laughs> <laughs> he runs into the building. Joker, not yet. We're not. Ah, re- oh, fuck. He's in there. They hear right. everyone going, oh my God. And then, like, just blowing out of the windows and stuff. He comes out. He's like, ha ah, I did it. It's like, and just starts jerking off again. It's like, well, <laughs> ah, he yeah. did it. And that's why he's on the team. God <laughs> damn it. 
See? We just wrote Suicide Guys, Squad we just Part did Two. It. That's Jared Leto's choices. <laughs> <laughs> just furiously masturbating. So the other uh, things that they were talking about is that the J on his cheek could stand for Jason and not Joker. Okay. Right. True. This on his uh, right arm, um, on his right bicep, looks like the tail of a robin feather or uh, the robin tail. So it could be an actual bird. Okay. It could be robin. Interesting. Um. This one was really interesting. So in the uh, Batman Superman trailer, mm-hmm. they go by and it, they show a suit of uh, Robin's suit. And mm-hmm. it says, ha ha, joke's on you, right? So first oh, off, there's ha ha written on there. And if you look on Joker, he's got ha 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 written on his chest, too. Yeah. One. Two, if you scroll down, um, well, what you also said of the uh, uh, Batman saying, you know, 20 years in Gotham. You yeah. Know, how many good guys are left alive? Yeah. How many are or how many are still good? How many? Yeah. Yeah. How, how many, many good guys are left? How, how many, many are still stay good? that way? They stay that way. Yeah. So right there, like basically saying like there was a good guy and he turned. You know that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the you let uh, you let your family die could be yeah. another. Oh, and they didn't. Uh, this article doesn't have it here. There was another article I must have been looking at. Then hold on. Uh, what do you think so far? Of By it? the way, the ha 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 thing—not too convincing. That's a weak point for me because well, he writes ha 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 and everything. I understand that. I'm just but, saying, yeah. but it's on the it's on the chest of that. Sure. It's on his chest. It could. Yeah. It's just yeah. Anyway, yeah. but yeah. what do you think so far of, of what we're talking about? Again, I w- if, if that is the case, I would love that. I think it would be a really cool idea. That um, I don't know how much a lot of the fans would like that. If that okay. was the case, like the hardcore fans. Yeah, or? the hardcore DC fans. I think you don't might think have. An- so? Dude, they didn't like it when Superman killed somebody in Man of Steel. People freaked out about that. So Yeah. Which, yeah, by the way, still one of my favorite scenes. I think that is a very powerful scene, and I think it's misunderstood. Like, I, I read that some guy who used to write the Superman comics was in the theater. And spoiler alert, guys, uh, at the end of the movie, uh, Superman murders General Zod, oh, breaks his neck. Man. Supposedly this writer stood up in the theater and goes, No! Superman doesn't kill people. That's what I, yeah. And I was just like, fuck you. Like if, okay. Man of Steel is loaded with problems. I will hundred percent acknowledge that. But for the most part, the story resonates with me. Yeah. Because at the end, he has to make that terrible sacrifice. He's like, this is the last, first of all, he decides to end his people. He's going to be the last one. And then the only person who's left is Zod. And he decides in order to save, you know, literally, human a, a, a family of people. He murders with his own bare hands the last person of his race. That's a very powerful moment for me. And then he just lets out this horrible yell. It just—I mean, talk about the—you know—how horrible that was for him to do that to make that decision. Yeah. And to, I'm like, dude, that's amazing that he did that. No, he doesn't kill people. He doesn't. What about all the people that died in the in the collateral damage? That wasn't his fault, though, Doug. <laughs> Still, people died. But I'm just like, I think it's, you know, that, but again, I've, I've been saying I want to see the sequel because I'm sure that's going to change, that's going to change him, and that may be the beginning of him deciding, you know what, I can't do that again. Right. I literally murdered the, the last of my people with my bare hands. I don't ever want to do that again. And that is so much more powerful to me. Okay. So I finally found, thank you for filling that time. <laughs> I do what I do, y'all. So the last two things, if you zoom in on. Oh, nipples on the suit. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. Anatomically nipples. correct. That's right. No, if you zoom in, there's two gunshot wounds, one mm-hmm. on each shoulder of the Robin suit. Okay. And Joker. And I went through and I looked at the original release because like, I thought, well, maybe they doctored it up. On the original, when they first showed the Joker, he actually does on each shoulder have what looks like two scars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, go I'm ahead, and pull it. Just pull this up here so pull I can take a, take a look at it. Which that for me was the most convincing fan theory. 
Interesting. And they look to be in about the same spot. Yeah. So again, but here's what I thought. I'm like, well, if, if DC is really going to take a run at Marvel and the uh, MCU and they want to yeah. put the DC MU. Yeah. Um, no, the DC CU. <laughs> DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah. DCCU. No, the DC. Do they call it E? Extended Universe? They're calling it something. Anyway. The DC wanna, Cinematic Universe? But I thought they, someone called it Extended Universe. Anyway, yeah, if knows. they want to take that would be a very Marvel-esque twist to put little Easter eggs like that in movie to movie to movie. I think this would be an awesome risk for them to take. I don't think they have the balls to do it. Ooh, all right. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. All right. You don't I think they have the ball. I think they do. I think they're if here's the thing. They can't half ass this. Yeah. I think they may they may understand like guys, we can't approach this like a regular movie like sure. where we're like what's going to be best for the bottom line? Like if they're like if we're going to do this and we're going to take a run at what Marvel's doing, we have to without any fear, we have to just jump. Yeah, and I think that I don't know. I think that's going to be. I I th- again love the theory. To yeah, I think it's incredible. But I just don't think. And this is just me being cynical. I've seen enough movies where I'm like, it would be so cool if they did this. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And again, that's fair. A lot of the stuff that like my brother and I talk about and things like that. I yeah. mean, that's in our our minds. Like I could go for hours on. Yeah. My brother had this wonderful idea of how you should have done episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. Infinitely better. I'm sure everyone everyone has everyone's that. got those. But yeah, the one the way that he described it, I was like, that is so cool. And someday I will hopefully when Dave's here, maybe we even can wander down that path. I would love to wander down that and path. just yeah. talk about how cool we can make that. I think but we need to have same. Sam and Dave here at the same yes, time. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. that'd be so much fun. And actually, ironically, that's yeah. a group, a music group from the '60s. Sam, Sam and, Dave. and Dave. Yeah. I don't believe you. Shut up. <laughs> False. <laughs> you shut up. Um, no, I I would love to see something like that because I think I I love people. It's so weird when it comes to like adapting things. Mm-hmm. Like um, I love people that honor the original, the original uh, adaptation, but then they take their own twist on it. It's kind of like when you hear a cover song. Yeah. If you hear a cover song by a modern artist of like say maybe a Sam and Dave song, and it sounds exactly the same, I'm like, what's the fucking point? I can listen to the original, and it sounds exactly the goddamn same. I want to hear your spin on it. And it's the same way when people adapt stuff. If there's things you, you stick with the main stuff, I can dig that. Um, but when that. you start deviating from some certain things, like I just recently rewatched uh, the last Harry Potter uh, okay. movie, uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two, mm-hmm. and the problem I have with that is that in the book, and you're you've read Harry Potter, yeah, absolutely. Um, Neville Longbottom is a badass. At the end of that book. In the book? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. is like beaten up and badass and everything like that. I feel like the movie really did not portray that in the same way. I mean, at the very, 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 very end, it did. Well, here's the thing. Like, in the book, when Voldemort's like got Harry's body, you know, they're holding him. They're saying he's dead and everything like that. And he's like, come basically stand in front of me and, and you know, swear your allegiance to me. Uh, Neville comes out and kneels down, and he's like, yeah. And he, it's like he has this idea all along what he's going to do, and then he pulls out the sword and kills the snake right there on the spot. And then Voldemort like does whatever he does and everything like that. And this, he pulls out the sword, they blast him back 
into Hogwarts. Yeah. And then they have this shot of him laying on the ground in slow motion. All the stuff's happening around. He kind of gets up like... He's got that ringing in I guess I'll go do something. You know, and then he does ultimately kill the snake, but he kills it at the last second as Hermione's about to get attacked. And he just swoops in and... I love the decisiveness because... He knows in the book what he has to do. He knows he has to kill the snake. Yeah. So he goes and stands in front of Voldemort knowing that he's going to pull the sword out of the sorting hat and he's going to murder the shit out of that snake. And that's what I like about that because he's like, I know what I have to do as opposed to, whoa, I got here just in time to kill the snake after I got my ass blown all the way into the building. Like, I'm like, why would you, it changes, you know, it also, and again, I get it yeah. for the sake of time, they couldn't really go into the idea of who owns the wand. I, 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 they did that rush up. that. Yeah, they rushed it, and that's what was cool about. But the, there's a lot of a lot of stuff they rushed in that movie. In, in all of the movies, there's like stuff. There's four, subplots. Yeah, movie four should have been three movies. Like yeah. they could have milked three movies out of that. Yeah, out of for any movie, any one of those movies to be one movie, that sure. should not have been it. Well, not that only that, been, yeah. that should have been a double movie. Well, because not only that, but I mean, like it, when when Dobby dies. We don't feel nearly as bad in the movie because we have, we've only seen him like a handful of times. Whereas in the books, you see him throughout. He yeah, pops up. He keeps coming in. There's a whole, yeah. you know, the whole like sort of idea about the house elves getting liberation and stuff that Hermione, you know, does and things like that that's missing. But I'll chalk some of that stuff up to like, you just can't do that. It's a subplot you can't do in the amount of time. Yeah. I get it. But the whole wand ownership thing is so important in the book because that final scene with Harry and Voldemort, Harry knows who owns the wand and he does. And right. he tells him, he warns him, he's like, don't do this because you're not the owner. And he goes, if you do, you're going to regret it, more or less. I'm paraphrasing, guys. And so <laughs> and so they do that. And you Voldemort, better not, buddy. And Voldemort being you know, the villain that he is where he's like, the no, I, I'm still yeah. going to do it. And he still does it. And that's ultimately, he's, he's his own failure. Yeah, absolutely. It's his own you know, hubris and everything like that is his downfall. So it, hands, it adds a little bit more to the, the weight of what, or the message of what they're saying. Whereas in the movie they sort of apparate around and they end up in the courtyard by themselves and yeah. they do that whole, the, the amount of times that they're like, you know, just facing off with their wands. Zapping and, each other with the green and red. And, and I never really understood how he lost at the end because they do that thing again where they're like, wow, and like, you know, the, the, the wands, mm-hmm. the lightning mm-hmm. meets in the middle and it's sort of like Harry's winning and it gets over to him and it kind of disappears and then Voldemort just looks up and like just starts like crumbling. I'm like, did he hit him with the spell? Because I think what what you and I need to do is go back and watch that scene. Yes. Because I feel like when I watched it, I felt like it was I was more like, oh yeah, like I felt like it was it made sense to me. Like I could rationalize it. See, I thought the first time I saw it in the theater, I was like, eh. and then I just rewatched it again. I was still like, eh. it just kind of like yeah, you and I need to watch it. He just kind of goes. Ooh, and then he just starts fading away. I'm like, that's kind of... I thought there was a reason. Anyway, I thought yeah. there was a reason behind it. Because the thing is, I, I appreciate what they try to do with the movies and, and with it and everything like that, and I think it was a pretty decent representation of, of that story. Yeah. I feel like, obviously, you know, the books were... The book was way better. Um, I'm but, not going to argue. I mean, that, yeah. that I'll concede to that in a heart. Sure. The book is, is But they definitely... did a wonderful job considering that. My whole point about this was... They made some creative liberties when they were adapting it that right. I didn't understand. Okay. If you're going to, you know, change things here or there. and like, Another example, if, if you would indulge me. Uh, go ahead. Uh, the Watchmen. I don't All know, right. You, yeah. I don't think you've read the graphic novel. I haven't read the novel, no. You probably haven't seen the movie for a I've, while either. It's been a while since I've seen okay. it, yeah. There's a scene in the movie and also in, in, the, in, in the book where Rorschach, the guy who mm-hmm. has the, the thing on his face, has like the, the ink blots and everything like that. 
he talk, he's talking to a uh, psychiatrist in prison about how he became Rorschach. Okay. And he followed this uh, child murderer to his shack. And uh, in in the movie, he, um, he, he goes to the shack to wait for the guy, and he sees the guy, and he handcuffs him. And then as the guy's talking, he gets full of rage, and he takes his hatchet and just right between the eyes yeah. murders him. Okay. The con- in, the, in, the, in the graphic novel... He confronts the guy same way, chains him up, and then lights the shack on fire and then hands him a hatchet after he's handcuffed. And then basically walks out, and you see his dialogue saying whether he cuts his arm off and bleeds to death or burns to death in this shack, he's not getting out alive. Interesting. I was like, why would you change that? Right. That doesn't make sense because why would you handcuff him and then just go... It really looks like they wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. then they're like, no, let's just have him kill him. I'm like, none of that makes sense. Why would you do that? Because right. that was a really cool moment for me personally where I'm like, holy shit, that's the moment he became Rorschach. Right, and, well, and, and you had have, have fantasized about doing that for a while. This 100%. Yeah. I would love nothing more. Oh, man, that was going to go down a dark road. <laughs> 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 Grab a drifter, I'm, just I'm, jerk him off. <laughs> why Why are you going back? There's been so much talk of jerking off this episode. Uh, it's a theme. We gotta st- it's a callback. Are you... <laughs> I feel like you might have some pent up, bent up aggression right now. Goo, <laughs> goo. So that being said, I if this were the case, and if yeah. they had the balls big enough to do this, I would respect that because I'm like, you're taking the original material and you're making your own choice based on it. Right. It's gonna piss off the purists, the purists, the purists. Right. Fuck them. The That's Puritans. what I say. Because I'm like, you know. Let's 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 see an interesting interpretation of this. I don't necessarily want to see a word for word or an exact frame for frame either, remake. Yeah. That's what was boring about Watchmen. It was it's impressive at the same time because they literally adapted almost scene for scene, panel for panel, and somehow it was boring. <laughs> I was like, wait, but this was so cool because it was still missing things that you couldn't right, add in the movie. Right. You had to edit out some subplots and some things like that that made it so powerful. But it was really cool to see it in action but it was like god this is boring right right right. (laughs) i wanted to like it so much and i was just so excited for that and i'm like oh okay music supervision that was also not good no (laughs) the the scene where the dude's getting laid finally and then it's like in the uh in the in the ship and they play hallelujah (laughs) i was like what (laughs) who picked this song why Look, get it, guys. Hallelujah, he's getting laid. Right? His wiener's working, hallelujah, because he was impotent before, remember? <laughs> now he's doing it. It's like, they uh, just They could have also just done the hallelujah chorus. Right? Hallelujah. I mean, yeah. they may, that it may have had well. just as good as a, of a fact, yeah. Or they should have, like, you know, uh, my anaconda don't want none <laughs> unless you got buns, hun. Like, just whatever. It's peanut butter jelly <laughs> time. <laughs> peanut, or Why? Uh, she won't let me fuck. Uh, anytime you can bring Afro Man in there. Will we get in trouble if we sing the songs, if we don't have permission for him, or can we do that? Uh, I think as long as we're just kind of like keeping simple. Is that our interpretation? Did our interpretation, we, Did we yeah. just do a cover of these songs? I think so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I think we brought, I think we brought ourselves to it. I think we did. I think, I don't think we just gave the exact same performance. I think we took our interpretation, and I think we oomped it out there. We just, uh. We oomped it out there. We did. It's exactly what you, you hear me cheering, chewing this ice. I'm so professional. You really um, are. Um, God, that was so gross. Right? Sorry, guys. It's jerking off and just chewing into the microphone. Why are you always talking about jerking off? 
What? You're the worst. I'm what? No. You are the worst. I wasn't me. You, you're always talking about I Juggernaut. I was not. Guys. When was I? Guys, his, okay. hands, on his, his hands on his pants. My hands are Hand not. Hand No, they're hand not in my check. pants. They're up in the air right now. They're up in the air. They're up in the air. Yeah. I, I'm not touching myself. Okay. And why would you do that? Why would you say that? Hey, the world needs to know. What? No. What? Justin, no, what? this is a safe place. Okay, come on. We're all That's... gathered around here Stop. today because all you know right. what? We love you like crazy. And we've written some letters for you. And I'm just hoping that you can maybe just sit back, relax. What we talk about? You want me to relax? How we've heard, how you've hurt us, okay? You want me to relax? I'm going to start. All right. Okay. Dear Justin. <laughs> what you're doing right now <laughs> really hurts me. Vinegar strokes. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible two minutes. <laughs> That's what she said. Didn't get it that time. That's nope. what she said. No, fuck. You can't get them all, guys. You got to commit, but you got to try. You can't. Uh, what do you feel? Do you want to go into one more topic, or do you want to let's do another man? This yeah? is a marathon. Strap in, bitches. <laughs> and I mean that in the most nicest way possible. That's a term of endearment. Um, we'll make this one a quicker one. Uh, I just, I, I'm just kind of curious. That's what she said. Oh man, I just, all right. I'm done with that. I got one. And I'm three strikes. I'm out. All right. Um, so uh, I came across this today, and this is where I got super excited. Have you heard of the flock? No. It's a new video game. Okay. You have not heard of it? No, I haven't heard of it. Oh, this. I am super excited now. So The Flock is a competitive horror game. Ooh. Okay. Look at me, professional. I'm cracking yeah, my like, <laughs> You're so excited. You're like, oh, man. Okay. Every player is a monster. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reading this off here. Is a monster collectively called The Flock. Okay? okay. And they're all after the artifact. It's a light-filled item that transforms whomever holds it into a new creature. So another article that I had read about this said you're basically all was it the word emaciated like the people who are like really like you're basically emaciated is it emaciated yeah I think so okay the uh, it's not emancipated it's not emancipated Emanci- no. did I say emancipated it's, it's not uh, emaciated it's not masculated it's not no no it's not it's macromated not, it's, it's, it's not emasculated either because no. that's like ouchy no. yeah anyway you're I'm I'm not again with this. I'm not sure this article make it sound a little bit different. I heard that you you basically you're like subhumans. You're like skeletons mm-hmm. when uh, humanoid type skeleton creatures mm-hmm. very frail. You're like Gollum. There was essentially yeah. There was a, uh, a Holocaust or whatever. The sun got blocked out. Well, there's this thing that has this this uh, artifact that has this light that emits mm-hmm. from it, and when one has it. You kind of turn into this like a little bit more full, almost like an actual human, and you have to fight off the other, um, the other flock, the rest okay. of the flock with this thing. Uh, once the flock finally gets you and you die, someone else grabs it, and they and it's basically like a um, uh, like a captain king of the hill, king of the hill, yeah, yeah. So here's the catch: okay, there are two thousand. So everyone, every time someone dies in the game. And I'm not sure if it's just someone who has the artifact or just like any time. I think mm-hmm. you can kill other people. Sure. But any time a life is lost, there's a counter. Mm-hmm. It's like it's over 200 million lives. Over 9,000? Sorry, that's a that's a Dragon Ball Z joke. <laughs> I don't even watch that, but I know that's just a joke. <laughs> so I have no idea what just happened there. <laughs> um, so uh, every time someone dies, they deduct a life. Mm-hmm. The population drops. Now you have a respawn time, so you can come back. Mm-hmm. But once it gets to zero, the game ends, and no one else can join the game. Interesting. And so, uh, and then they go on to phase two of like the new story comes in, mm-hmm. and only those that had played during that time can play the game. The game is locked to anyone else. Interesting. 
And the reason they did this is they said, uh, yeah, here's the, let's see. Um, let me just kind of read this through here because now I'm starting to go. Hey, baby, just read it to me. Competitive horror game attached to a ticking clock. Every player is a monster collectible called the flock. They're after the artifact, a lightful item that transforms whoever holds it into a new creature. The goal is to hold the artifact for the longest stretch of time, fighting off flock monsters with the object's light. Here's the t- uh, ticking talk, ticking tick-tock twist. For every player that dies, the flock's population number drops by one. When the population hits zero, no new players will be able to purchase the game. Only people who already own the flock will be able to participate in the climactic finale. And once that's done, the game will the game will go offline permanently. No one will be able to play it ever again. Now, Steam jumped on board with this. I hate this game. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so they said they said. A multi and this is from the, the the creators. This is they were there. They were trying to solve a, a what they saw as a problem mm-hmm. in these kind of games. They said a multiplayer game can take players to incredible heights, but at some point gamers will start to play less. They'll get disinterested, stop playing altogether, or your friends will you guys will stop having time, so you won't play it. <clears throat> in opposition to other multiplayer games, we want the Flocks experience to inspire a sense of awe, to keep players eagerly anticipating what's coming next, and to end with a memorable climax. So basically, like, you're going to play this, you're going to, there's a time limit, so people are, like, forced to, I want to keep playing this, I want to keep playing to see what happens, I don't want to be left out, and then it's done. So it's not, like, five years later, and you've got, because there's some, uh, what, like, uh, RPG or multiplayer games that they're just, they're just kind of limp along, mm-hmm. you know, now, and they're just, like, there's, like, oh, there's, like, there's, small there's like, a thousand though. people yeah. still Unfortunately, Left 4 Dead 2 is like that. Right. And so, me out. but what, that's what they were like, we're, we're tired of seeing that happen, so we're going to make this, it's an event, essentially. Mm-hmm. So we're going to create this game, you play this game, once the game's done, game's done. Hmm. And I was like, that's a, I, th- I thought it was a fantastic, very, very interesting concept for a game. And it's coming out, Steam's buying it, so it's on PC, which means that someone's going to ruin this from the developers, because they're going to pirate it, and then they're going to host their own stuff. Uh, well, they in the article, and I wish I could find the other article I was talking about, but they have they already have built-in fail-saves mm-hmm. for known pitfalls and tropes that, that mm-hmm. happen with these kind of, so any, um, you know, any hackers, any bots that come in, any, mm-hmm. like, they've, they've got their, they've got protocols in place. I'm not sure if they have a protocol in place for completely pirating the game and hosting it themselves, sure. but I would think that pote- they sound like they were smart guys when they put this and together. And again, that's just for smaller communities, but at the same right. time, again, if there's a demand for it and if it's a good game, that game will live on, but in smaller communities. Mm-hmm. It won't It won't live on in mass. Right, exactly. Which, is, yeah. which, again, I still think that they win. Yeah. Because, I mean, if because people host this stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, there's people that have pirated servers of World of Warcraft. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's fine. You can do that. You just, you won't be able to play on that because unless it amasses a large enough community where people are going to know how to do it. Right. And in that case, there's a good question. Would that company have the right to say shut it down? Well, technically, yeah, they would because it's a pirated pop copy of the yeah. game. But we'll say they, they purchased it and they modded it to the point where they're like, hey, we mm-hmm. want to host our own servers. They're hosting their own server for people who also will just say, Everyone who's playing the game has purchased it legally. We won't even say that they've pirated the okay. game. So everyone who's purchased this game legally is now one guy's like, you know what? The game's going to end. I'm going to host my own server okay. for all you guys. You know, let's say it's like a couple thousand people. Boom. They host the server. Does this company have the right to tell them to shut it down? Are they using, I mean, is it all the programming from the original game? Yes. Well, they've obviously allowed themselves to mod it so the game can keep going even though they've shut it down. See that's the thing. That's that's yeah. where I get that's where I get back and forth on sure. uh, copyrights is because I'm like I you know I don't know. <clears throat> I want to. Part of me says yes. Part of me mm-hmm. says absolutely because they 
They programmed it. They set. They created the story. Mm-hmm. They wrote the code for it. Sure. They put it out. They init- They marketed it. Like they did all the work for it, and yeah, it was a success. Great. But the thing they created is done. Like mm-hmm. it was their choice to say, "Look, there's a time limit on sure. it. This is part of the artistic experience of it. Is that mm-hmm. like okay? You go to a, you go to have you ever uh, pop up restaurants? Yeah. Right. So you go to a pop up restaurant. You can't just like. That sounds like your stomach breath. She's snoring, Martin. I, we got a new dog. <laughs> no, um, you know what I mean. Like it's you can't just like hijack the chefs or grab the food out of the kitchen and take it and say, "Now I'm making this." Like that's stealing. You can't just yeah. you can't just continue. When the experience is done, it's yeah. done. Well, see, it's it's interesting to you me. You can because, write your own game. Sure. and you can do that. Now, the other part of me, who is a little more liberal, says. Yeah, why not? Like you bought the game. It's people are fans of it. They're doing this out of love for it. They're not doing sure. this to turn a profit or they're not doing yeah. this to to be malicious. They're doing it because they're true fans of it. Yeah. And from that perspective, I can totally empathize. Cuz I'm thinking most of those games that shut down, shut down cuz they're not good. Sure. Cuz like there was for a while I don't know why this popped in my head, but there was a well, I'll do this one. Warhammer Online. Okay. It came out. It was supposedly supposed to be like a nice counter to World of Warcraft. It did its it did as good as it, as it could, and then eventually it shut down. Okay, because it was you know they were subscription for a while, then went free to play, which is the the swan song for anything that goes free to play usually doesn't last. Right, and eventually they're like, we gotta shut it down. I don't see anyone firing up servers for that game. You know what I mean? Like usually those games die because people are not interested because sure. there's something in the game that doesn't compel them, and they're like, it's done. No one's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take this code. I'm gonna run my own Warhammer server because you know what? That game specifically isn't gonna work with just a handful of people. You need a bunch of people to right. play that game. So that's also another thing. It could be any number of situations. I know that. Who really wants to host that shit? If you're gonna run a server for like an MMO like that, that takes a lot. And again, I don't even know how this shit works. Right. But I mean, to run that world to begin with, if there's any bugs, you've got to fix them. Yeah. You've got to run it. You've got there's a lot of things you got to be able to do with that sort of stuff. So your love and that passion has to be so strong, and you better have a dedicated group of people that are going to play with you. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be boring as fuck. So in that sort of sense, it's it, it, it does kind of make sense in a way where it's like, all right, cool, we're done. Yeah. It's over. It's yeah. We're not going to have to continually do sure. patches and updates, releases, and that and, and yeah. continue to market and, and innovate, and we're just on to the next thing. Yeah. Like, and in that in that re, in that sense, I like the idea of having an experienced based <clears throat> where you don't you don't just get to forever keep it. Sure, it's 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 fleeting. Like it's it's an experience. You get to like you have the experience, then mm-hmm. you let it go and you move on to the next thing. Like I kind of I like that idea. It's like again, it's like going to a restaurant or you go skydiving or you sure. go to see a movie. Like. I mean, well, a movie. I go to see a concert. Like sure. it's you. It's it's not a perpetual, a perpetually gratifying thing. You go and you have an experience, and then mm-hmm. you leave that experience, and you go have another experience somewhere else. Yeah, to a certain degree, I I, I do agree. And it's just probably because I'm so used to not having that sort mm-hmm. of experience with a game. But there's also which, some which things- is exactly why I love it because they're flipping. Like yeah, the gaming community is so boring. In a, in the sense of, and I, I know you, you can you control me, whatever. I don't give no. a shit. But I'm saying it's boring in the sense of there, where's the innovation? Yeah, there's been updated graphics, there's been new concepts for games, but something like this completely flips the the business model of the gaming world on its head. Yeah. And I think that's fun. Like, I think that's it's kind of cool to see yeah. like, oh, these guys are are trying. It may flop. Yeah. But they're they're trying something completely different. Sure. They're gonna they're like. A lot of people release a game and think, okay, great, it's going to stay, and then it it has to – they have to end the server. They have to sure. close the server. Yeah. This one, they came into it knowing, like, full well, mm-hmm. we're done. Like, this yeah. is going to be it. Now, they've said if the, if if 
uh, PlayStation or Microsoft, or if someone wants to pick it up, mm -hmm. they'll consider putting it onto a different platform. But in this iteration, they sure. said this is it. I'm assuming this is an independent uh, studio who was doing this. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. The game was being developed by the Dutch studio uh, VOGELSAP. I like that. They're Vol like, hey, guys, Volkslap? we're artists until someone wants Volkslap. to pay us a lot of money, and then we're fucking selling out. That's an artist. <laughs> and I can't blame them for it because yeah. video making video games is so hard. It yeah. takes so much time, so much money. So I respect that, and I think that's pretty cool to a certain degree. And it's just unique. It's a unique way of, of looking at a game like that. But there's certain things, too, as a gamer, like just this past weekend, I fired up Warcraft 3. Yeah. That game came out in like 2001. Yeah. And I played it like all day and I had a blast. Mm -hmm. So if someone was like, hey, yeah, the Warcraft 3 doesn't work anymore. Sorry. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played it that much in the past couple of years, but uh, this past weekend I played it all day. Yeah. And I had a fucking blast. And if I wanted to, I could load it up with my brother and the two of us could play if yeah. we wanted to on a very small scale. And I like the thought of that. Now, this is obviously a multiplayer game. Right. So it's not a single-player right. game. Warcraft 3 can be single-player or multiplayer, depending on how you want to do it. But it was it's primarily like the campaign or yeah. whatever you want to do, custom games. You can play it by yourself. So it's not in the same vein as this, where it's gonna, like you yeah. need other people to, to do it. Otherwise, it's, you can't play. So I was going to say, that. too, the idea, you, you go into this knowing, too, what it is. Sure. It's not like you're, you're going to go into it and go, oh, great. And then they're like in the middle of the Patch game. Patch 6.1. Hey, by the way, <laughs> this is going to be done. Like, exactly. You know what you're, you're, you're going into it for the experience of something. This is a brand new turf we're, we're yeah. running on here. This is kind of. You know you're running on limited time. Right. Which not is, unlike life, Justin. All right. We're all living on borrowed time. Which is, it, what's, what else is interesting here, the, the game was announced on. May 30th, 2013. Interesting. First trailer hit April 18th, 2014, and it's coming out quarter three of 2015. Huh. T today's the 2020th, right? Yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow it goes on sale on Steam, and if you buy, you get a token to give to a friend. Interesting. So I was, I was thinking. Think? I was, Does it work I, on Mac? I Yes. Uh, it's going to be released on Windows, OS X, and Linux. Uh, Linux, sorry. I can never say that. Cool. Um, well... Yeah. Uh, I'm curious how much do you know how much it's going to cost? That I don't know. Cool, um, but we can look that up. We should look that yeah. up because I would be curious to see. Because if the game's shitty, I'll be like, yeah, end this fucking piece of dog right. shit. But I'm curious just to see what it's going to be like. But that's my fear too. Is it's like, hey guys, it's a show, it's right. an event, but the game sucks. Right. Well, and, and <laughs> I don't think Steam would have gotten on board if it's true. Did. I feel like that's the. I think therein lies. That's your. Um, that's your. That's your street cred. Like True. Steam, Steam's like, look, we've seen it, we like yeah. it, let's do it. To a certain degree, too, that Steam is just the platform for distribution. So they True, may not be the ones. Cause don't, doesn't Valve own Steam, though? They and, do And Valve Steam. is really respected, right? They are. But at the same time, too, like they also have like a um, um, a curator, if you will, like the, okay. the community. I'm, this is, I'm just trying to figure, wrap my mind around what I was saying. So like they have kind of like an independent hub on there so if people are independent gamers they can actually have people go in and vote to have their games be released on steam if the community okay. decides okay so i don't know if this is one of those things where it's a green light or if it's just something that steam automatically was like cool high five come on board okay because if steam did that they're like hey cool that makes sense for us and things and yeah. it makes sense for you if it's something that the community greenlit that's just steam it going could be, hey yeah you know, the community wants it. Yeah, community wants it. We're gonna yeah. do it. Enough people have, they've reached their 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 supposed. The other thing popularity. is, I'm wondering. I'm wondering how many people they'll allow in because sure. I'm like, okay, so let's say you have 200 million lives, and once those lives 
Every so every person every time someone one of the flock dies, it, it you know yeah it, a, a a tick goes down on it. I'm wondering. I'm like okay. Let's say we have a million people jump on the server. Mm-hmm. A can you ha- are you are you ready for that kind of load? You know, yeah. do you have like any sort of load? To, hey, uh, can you handle the load? Can you handle the load? Yeah. Um, That's another callback. To masturbation. All right. So I'm wondering if they have any like load load distribution kind of uh, protocols in place or anything. Um, the other thing is, let's say you have you know a million people on, or two million people, you die. You know, I, I mean that like the game might move real quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know what they're anticipating for their initial launch, or if they limit how many people can buy the game. Like once you're yeah, in, you're in. You know, like, it's like tickets to a concert. Like, yeah, there's only a limited number, and that's a good point. You get the experience because that way it's like, cause, yeah, because if it gets overloaded, if it gets severely popular, and people are like, cool, all of a sudden phase one goes out real quick, right? It's all right. It's a, it's it's two hundred deaths, and then you're done. You're like, like, sorry, yeah. guys, you're done. It's like, oh shit, you know what? Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, no one can buy the game, and then it just moves on from there. That's interesting, though. That's a very interesting idea. Yeah. So I just thought I'm like, that sounds like something that I think would Doug would be interested. Yeah. In well, talk. let's uh, let's look into that some more, and maybe we try it out, and maybe we uh, give a review of it on uh, a future episode. I. Like it. I like that idea. Uh, all right, so we're gonna wrap this up then, and we're gonna do the throwdown. It's time for a throwdown with Justin Doug on Mind Gap Podcast. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, uh, man, I guys, to... Justin got a new dog, and her name's Abby, and her she's name. awesome, and she's the coolest dog ever. She's so amazing. She's beautiful. She played with me tonight. Gosh. We're having a lot of fun. I want. She was nibbling on my hand. Just nibbling. Just nibbling. She's a crazy girl. It's awesome. She's so much fun. Abs. Abigail. Abigail Breslin. Abigail Breslin is a real person. Not my dog. But your dog thinks she's a person. Which mm. kind of gives her self-actualization. Does, is my dog AI? Your dog may be AI. What is happening? My iPad just sucks nuts. Okay, Justin, you should have memorized this. I'm very disappointed. You, you had lines to memorize for today, <laughs> and you didn't memorize them. You are letting no. The thing down. is, I mean, the thing is, I know who I'm who I'm going to. I already, I already have. Mm. She's snoring. I already have the the throwdown mm-hmm. lined up. I just wanted to get my because I know. I feel like you're going to argue this one. It, depending you're on, setting me up to fail is what you Depending you're doing. on which way you go, I want to make... It's a trap. It's, it's a trap. <laughs> depending on which way you go, I want to make sure that I have my arguments in okay, place. Okay, that's cool. So today's throwdown is going to be... We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna cross the universes. Okay. okay? We're going to cross the streams. Let's on Marvel it. side, mm-hmm. we've got the Hulk. Okay. On DC side, we have the Flash. I thought you were going to say, we have Superman. I'm like, we've already done this! Damn it, Stradlin! Flash versus Hulk. Yes. Interesting. Okay. And I got this from, I will give credit, this is from, well, no, you, you go ahead and you... You, you go me. ahead and wander into the forest and walk into the big old bear trap that I set for you. All right, so here's my initial reaction. Yeah, I want to hear it. What can the Flash do to hurt a Hulk? That's my first question okay. to you. My answer would be nothing. So, stalemate. <laughs> How is the stalemate? Because the Flash is so fast, okay. he's not going to be able to hit the Hulk unless the Hulk does some sort of, like... AOE blast where he's like boom and then like somehow it stuns him and then he just goes Hulk squish and then game over. Hulk love squishy you know, squishy. Hulk love hug squish squish squish. 
So that's my that's my initial okay. diagnosis. Initial is stalemate. Yeah. Okay, I will tell you. Or that. stalemate or in favor of Hulk. Hulk somehow stuns okay. him and, and murders him. I was going to say the same thing, and this is why I clicked on this article. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, ah, bullshit. Who's... So the, uh, the title of the article is Five Physically Weaker DC Characters Who Could Easily Defeat the Hulk. Interesting. And I was like, all right, what do you got? And I'm going to actually have to decide with the... I, and you know me, mm-hmm. I love the Hulk. Yeah. I'm going to have to decide with the Flash on this one. All right, lay it out for me. All right, so this is not really a debate so much as, as we usually do, as so much as like this is just another interesting article that sure. we're going to wrap up on. I like the keyword it. here is speed, of course. Mm-hmm. Number of flashes, but this article focused on Wally West. Um, Wally. Fact is that the Hulk couldn't lay a finger on e- e- any of them uh, in a straight-up fight. So um, they, they call into the question, first off, Wally's speed. In one of the images uh, that they uh, – panels from a comic, um, a North Korea city is victim to a nuclear bomb, and in point zero 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 one seconds after det- det- detonates, its half-million population is all safely evacuated to a hilltop 35 miles away. Faster than a nuclear bomb can explode, he takes 500,000 people and puts them 35 miles away. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there's that. First off, but those people would die. They're moving that fast. First like, of all, that's stupid. I, I'm like, <laughs> as I was reading this, I'm like, that's so cool. But I'm like, no, all those people Their would die. Their organs would have been liquefied. <laughs> like, they no, would have been like, <laughs> what are you doing? Put me back in the blast. Yeah. It's not like he teleported them there. He literally grabbed them right. and ripped them out of the... <laughs> Out of like space time, yeah. <laughs> he moves the near the speed of, of light. The friction yeah. of air would have just right. just murdered them. So regardless, yeah. T- that aside, that part of shy guy, he moves that fast. However, now you'd be thinking that he doesn't have the power to hurt the Hulk. Exactly what you brought up. Uh, not only could he land, and I, I would say he, this d- math, you did the math on it. Quite literally, billions of punches to the Hulk's head before uh, he before the Hulk could process like a, a neuron of thought. Uh, he also poses a power known as infinite mass punch which can hit with the power of a dwarf star. Now, you take into consideration how fast he's... <laughs> Say the name of that again. The infinite mass punch. <laughs> I hate I hate the names for these things because I know, I know. on paper, this stuff sounds so fucking stupid. I know, man. Infinite mass punch. Boo! Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. So, you think with the kinetic energies building up, it basically hits with the, the power of a dwarf star, mm-hmm. right? So, right there. Ta-da. So he could he could hit how many times before the Hulk even registers, right? Mm-hmm. Now here's the here's the other thing that and and I think you and I have off the podcast we've had a discussion about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so not only is the Hulk a, fla- a statue to the Flash to begin with, uh, Flash also has the uh, speed steal option. Should Flash inexplicably decide the Hulk might actually end a punch, he could steal any speed the green monster does possess, literally rendering, rendering him statuesque. So apparently he can absorb speed from other sources, too. How has the Flash ever, like, been beaten? Right? Thank you. And here's, 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 the, uh, that I was, here's the actual point that you and I had talked about before. Then there's the fact that the Flash become uh, intangible by vibrating his molecules at such a high vibration he can pass through things. Mm-hmm. So not only does it make it impossible for the Hulk to land a hit on him, also gives the Flash the power to phase through objects, which basically could result in the Hulk exploding. Right? So I give it to the Flash because I'm like, those are all very, val- very valid points. I want to ask the question again. How... Yeah. Is the Flash ever like ever been beaten? Been in any sort of danger? I feel like DC does this with their characters. Surprise! It's just like, hey, here's an indestructible character. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 
if because again, that's why Batman's the most fascinating character because he's DC a human being. Universe, yeah. If he can land a punch on Superman, it's like whoa, victory! Holy like, shit, it's a huge deal. Yeah, exactly. I don't. That's a. I'm more angry at the, at these at these things <laughs> just it. because it's like, what's going to stop him? I know, I know, and I know. I'm sure we could pull up some bullshit I thing know. where it's like he was in peril because of some you know bullshit thing right. that they had for his powers got taken away. Tar, that's not a problem. What tar? That's not that's not a solution to the situation where it's like we'll just take his powers away. So like based on that, I'm just like, man, that's really dumb. I mean, you could probably say the same thing for the Hulk. I'm sure I mean, there's, you could. I mean, he's like, he gets infinitely stronger as as he gets angrier exactly. with no cap on it. Okay, come on. So here's a question: Is the Hulk indestructible as he gets angrier? Does the the force of a does the infinite mass punch does that actually destroy him? Well, I I would say he would just phase. I mean, I I don't think it would destroy him. No, I think it would. I mean, if nothing else, render him unconscious. I guess you know, and that's but, technically yeah. winning the fight. Yeah, well, you don't course. have to kill being, someone. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, that's, that's the thing but I'm I think talking about. Like, can objects? the Hulk be actually destroyed, so to speak? I think so. Like again, okay. if if if. Uh, Flash could phase through him mm-hmm. and cause the molecules in Hulk to disrupt that much. Yeah. And I don't know if, like, when he phases through him, if the Hulk vibrates at the same and he can't take it. And if he does explode, remember I think... That, remember that time? Stop. You, don't. You don't do I, it. You and I vibrated? Don't do it. You remember what happened when we vibrated? Don't do it. Ugh. All right. That's it. We're done. Call back. It's, it's, it's a callback if you keep saying it over and over again, it's, right? It's just gross is what it yeah. is. We've done our first hour-long podcast. Guys, we did it because Kinda. we are relentless and we are full of spunk. God damn it, Doug. I'm just laying Seriously. them up there for you. Laying them up for you. You going to spike that one? Yeah. You going to spike it down? I'm going to spike it right down on you. I'm going to spike it down on your face. Remember that time? Stop it. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for putting up with our horse shit. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Mind Gap Podcast. I nailed it. You slowed it down I this slowed time. It down. I didn't slur it. Uh, and you can also find us on Twitter at Mind Gap Podcast. And Justin has a website, uh, JustinStrandland.com. And you can also find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Justin underscore Michael. That's M I K E L. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out. And we'll see you next time. Mind Gap Podcast. Mm-hmm.